<laughs> Welcome to another Kirby's Kids Holiday Special! Happy Thanksgiving, kids, and welcome back to Kirby's Kids. This is Angus. We're presenting this bonus Thanksgiving episode to give thanks for our entire audience and participants within our community. We have enjoyed now into our fourth season of reading together, sharing our impressions of those reads, and imparting a bit of comic book knowledge on everyone as we continue to learn together. And we certainly appreciate all of the listens, over 10,000 listens of the podcast and growing. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And as an additional gift for you today... We're doing our annual review of online services to support comic book reading. Of course, nothing can replace holding that paper copy of that single issue in one's hand or that trade paperback in your hand of that graphic novel. But the onset of the digital age has provided a unique opportunity to get an incredible reading experience on a tablet. And that's what we're going to focus in on today. So, amongst the landscape out there, there are several big serv services that are there. And the top three, as far as services are concerned, are Marvel Unlimited, DC Universe Infinite. So there's your big two houses right there. Have their own reader apps, as well as access to incredible archives dating over 80 years worth of material. So great Golden Age stuff, great Silver Age stuff, even some of the imprints there. And I'm very happy to say that DC Universe Infinite now has more Vertigo titles that are coming on there. And I'm really thrilled about that, being a big Vertigo fan. Then there is the big elephant in the room. And that is Amazon-owned Comixology which breaks down all those barriers, has everything available there, ranging from DC to Marvel to manga, all of the independent imprints there. You have your Dark Horse, your Image Comics. All of that can be purchased on Comixology, or you can subscribe to a Comixology Unlimited account, which gives you limited access. But when I mean limited, I don't mean limited in size. This is really a huge amount of comics that you can read for a set price monthly of close to six bucks a month. And that essentially will give you the introductory dives into series, both at Marvel and DC, as well as over on some image titles, some Dark Horse titles, some of the manga titles are in there. So that one is great for a good smattering and the first one or two volumes within a graphic novel series to kind of whet your appetite on. Now, there's another entrant in all of this and related to Amazon, and that is Amazon Reading. And specifically utilizing the Kindle app to read comic books. There are several titles, and we're talking some classics out there like Kingdom Come, just to name one that are available for free if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, and I know a lot of folks are for that free shipping throughout the year, you can actually read these comic books for free. You just go ahead and you get it on loan from the Amazon Reading, and you can download it onto your 
tablet, utilizing the Kindle app, and start reading. It was great. That's how I read Fables this past year, and it was absolutely spectacular. And there will be links to all of these services within the show notes. In addition to these, there are proprietary apps that are out there for services such as Crunchyroll and some of the more hyper-focused apps for specific genre. The manga and anime communities are extremely good at this. They really have honed in on providing a curated service for that fan base because it tends to be so granular in interest. But at the same time, if you're a comics book fan, you truly enjoy great sequential art, period. And I can't help but think that some of these services would be of an appeal to a broader audience. So along those lines, I had mentioned Crunchyroll, and they have a free trial that you can go ahead and plug into. And that has every manga title nearly under the sun available to you over there. There's also some anime mixed in there too. In addition to that, there's Funimation. Funimation tends to be a little more anime-based, but nonetheless, it is fun to delve into that one. Yes, that was a pun intended. I have a Funimation account because I had purchased Space Battleship Yamato and that anime, and that's over there. So I've actually enjoyed their streaming service. Then there's Hoopla. If you utilize Hoopla, I believe that's also on a loan program, utilizing Hoopla Digital. Uh, Comic Book Plus, that allows you to read uh, comic books too, and they have a selection there for that reader. There is also Digital Comics Museum. At Digital Comics Museum, they curate open source material, things that have gone beyond their periodicity and now are in the public domain for you to go ahead and read over there. Then there is Drive-Thru Comics, and Drive-Thru Comics is very similar to Drive-Thru RPG, if you're familiar with that service. This is essentially providing a comic book in a PDF format, and I also believe you can get the CBZ uh, version of that too, to be able to utilize on a comic book reader, or just thumb through a PDF and view it that way. 2000 AD, that comic book company, they don't have a reader, but they do sell their comics digitally in both a CBZ format as well as a PDF. IDW does the same thing over in their shop, as does Dark Horse Comics too. So that gives you a bit of the landscape that we're working with right now. Many have asked me, hey, Angus, what's your setup? What do you utilize here? I have an iPad mini and truly love that. I have downloaded on there the Comixology app. I am a subscriber to DC Universe Infinite. And I have to say, ever since making the switch from just being DC Universe, which was mixed media, you had both the ability to read comic books over there as well as stream original DC shows and programming such as Doom Patrol, such as Titans. Well, now all of that is migrated over to HBO Max, meaning the streaming video portion of it. But in the absence of that now, DC Universe Infinite has expanded into a larger offering of their vault and has begun putting more of the imprints, the specialty imprints now online. And I am thrilled to say I have been impressed with the amount of Vertigo comics that are now offered over on DC Universe Infinite, which is spectacular. A big 
Selling point on DC Universe Infinite is if you love DC, this is the one for you. They have a fantastic autoplay feature for reading comic books. You can determine how many seconds per cell or per panel you want and go at your own pace. And it's really, really wonderful. Their search function on there is okay. I would say a strong feature is that you can develop your own curated reading lists and add things into those lists. Over on the Marvel side of the house, Marvel started really strong out of the gate. They have, from the very beginning, offered a huge breadth and depth of their entire back catalog. And as they have started to get licensing back for certain properties, such as Conan, they've now begun to populate the Marvel app with that. So where you might have had some properties that licenses ran out, well, it's not going to be available over on the app. But where they do currently have licenses there or they have then acquired those properties, you now have the entire back catalog of the Star Wars comics to include all of the Dark Horse runs. Beautiful part about that is that Lucas maintained ownership of that intellectual property. It was purely Dark Horse that was publishing it. So when Disney acquired Lucas, they got all of Star Wars, which also included all the comics that were published under Dark Horse. Now they've just been rebranded as Marvel Properties. So all of those out-of-canon comics that we absolutely loved throughout the 90s that were being published by Dark Horse, all available over on the Marvel Universe app. Really great stuff. Where Marvel needs to improve on that app, in my humble opinion, is their search function is a bit lacking. And I would love the opportunity to create curated lists over there, similar to what I've got going on over on DC. And then finally, on Comixology, because I'm really hitting on the big three right here because they are the most widely used and provide you with a large breadth and depth of content to be able to digest. Over on Comixology, search function is very, very strong. You'd expect that out of an Amazon property. You do not have the curated list function over there. Uh, however, you do have wish lists that you can develop. And it does keep track of all of the things that you are in progress on. And the filtering process over on Comixology is very, very strong. And of course, the biggest plus over on Comixology is the fact that you aren't beholden to just one publishing house. You can actually have your DC your Marvel, as well as your independent comics and all of your manga, all there, one shot, one spot. But you're restricted to either doing a subscription for, like I said, those introductory graphic novels, or you're individually purchasing things. And that's why in this time of year, we love to provide you with our reading list for 2022 because of the Black Friday sales, the holiday sales that happen over on Comixology, where you can purchase some of the selections, if you prefer utilizing that Comixology app, for a much reduced price. So with that being said, let's head down to the campfire for our dramatic reading of the 2022 graphic novel reading list by Comics Cowboy Troy. Take it away. Mm, thanks, Angus. Mosey on over, kids, and grab a seat near the campfire. Keep yourself warm and cozy. That's Comics Cowboy Troy here. Give you the updated Kerber's Kids graphic novel reading list for 2022. January is Vertigo Month. Why? The Last Man. 
Pokemon? Hmm, what a question. Why, the last man? The last man is the one who is still standing after the gunfight. I have a feeling this is something a little different. Why, the last man? Winner of three Eisner Awards and mm, one of the most critically acclaimed best-selling comic book series of the last decade is that rare example of a page turner that is at once humorous, socially relevant, and endlessly surprising. Written by Brian K. Vaughn and with art by Pia Guerra. This is the saga of Yorick Brown, the only human survivor of a planet-wide plague that instantly kills every mammal possessing a Y chromosome. Accompanied by a mysterious government agent, a brilliant young geneticist, and his pet monkey, Ampersand. Yorick travels the world in search of his lost love, an answer to why he's the last man on Earth. Collects Why the Last Man, issues number one through ten. That's Why the Last Man, January, Vertigo Month. February, Camelot 3000. Camelot 3000 in the year 3000, an armada of destructive aliens has unleashed an all-out assault on Earth and is poised to conquer the planet. But when a young boy stumbles upon the crypt of King Arthur, the legendary monarch and the knights of the round table are magically reincarnated. Ooh, now that's some trick pulling that sword out of a stone. <laughs> Together, once again, King Arthur, Sir Lancelot, Merlin, and the rest of the classic knights take on the invading extraterrestrials and their wicked leader, Morgan Le Fay, the half-sister of Arthur. Ooh, a mythical tale of honor and bravery. Camelot 3000 proves that some heroes are timeless. This is kind of like a mashup, like a sci-fi fantasy thing here, man. I like this. This looks really cool. Mike W. Barr is our writer and art by Brian Bolin. Camelot 3000. That's in February on Kerber's Kids. Moving on to March in Appendix N month. Hey, I still have my Appendix in. <laughs> so I'll be enjoying this month. We'll go to The Hobbit as a graphic novel of the month. This is an illustrated edition of the enchanting prequel to the Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, a classic fantasy that inspired Peter Jackson's major motion picture trilogy in a newly expanded edition. When Thorin Oakenshield and his band of dwarves embark upon a dangerous quest to reclaim the hoard of gold stolen from them by the evil dragon Smaug, Gandalf the wizard just an unlikely accomplice. Bilbo Baggins, a little thief, an unassuming hobbit dwelling in a peaceful hobbiton. Along the way, the company faces trolls, goblins, giant spiders, and worse, who self-thrilling. 
but as they journey from the wonders of Rivendale to the terrors of Mirkwood and beyond, Bilbo will find that there's more to him than anyone himself included ever dreamed. Unexpected qualities of courage and cunning and a love of adventure propel Bilbo toward his great destiny. A destiny that waits in the dark caverns beneath the misty mountains where a twisted creature known as Gollum jealously guards a precious magic ring. Ooh, now that's a classic right there. In graphic novel form. The Hobbit and the comic book character of the month is Weird World Warriors of the Shadow Realm. Ooh. Welcome to World Weird World. A land of legend and lore. Meet Tyndale, a lost elf on a dangerous quest to the heart of evil and beyond. One that will unite him with the beautiful Valana and forge an alliance for the ages. Together with grumpy dwarf Mudbutt, <laughs> I like that name Mudbutt, these warriors of the Shadow Realm will Brave the city of seven dark delights, face the fallen god Darklands, and meet the Dragon Master of Kalarn. But will they ever find their way home? This is written by Doug Moch, and my clue provides a lot of the art. Ooh, looking forward to Appendix and Month. As many said that this series was inspired by Tolkien's Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. On to April. Doctor Strange epic collection, a separate reality. Oh, and that's because the Multiverse of Madness is coming out in May. <laughs> it's Doctor Strange at his very best. Brought to you by a host of top fly creators, including Roy Thomas, Gene Colan, Stan Lee, and Barry Windsor Smith. They'll take you on a trip to the dark side of the Marvel Universe and bring you before the Undying Ones. Baron Mordo, the Cosmic Threat of Eternity, and the Eldritch Horror of Shumagorth. Then Steve Englehart and Frank Brunner break new boundaries of cosmic consciousness and other dimensional adventure. Their all-time classic, Sizendek Genesis and Silver Dagger Sagas are strikingly personal epics featuring deliriously lush art and stories that plumb the depths of Strange's soul. Also, witness the death of the Ancient One and Doctor Strange's ascension to Sorcerer Supreme. Whew! Man, that's gonna be awesome in April. Can't wait for that one. On to May in Image Comics Month, the selection of monstrous Set in an alternate matriarchal 1900s Asia, in a richly imagined world of art deco inflected steampunk, Monstrous tells the story of a teenage girl who's struggling to survive the trauma of war and who shares a mysterious psychic link with a monster of tremendous power, a connection that will transform them both. 
Entertainment Weekly praised Monstrous as one of Image Comics' most imaginative, daring new series and dubbed it the best new original series in their year and best comics of 2015 list. This collects Monstrous issues number one through six, written by Mergery Liu and art by Sana Takeda. On to June and Kingdom Come. Wow, a classic. Winner of five Eisner Awards and Harvey Awards, Kingdom Come is the best-selling graphic novel from acclaimed writer Mark Wade and superstar painter Alex Ross. Now back as part of the new DC Black Label line with a four-issue Kingdom Come epic and more than 150 pages of behind-the-scenes material, including sketches, annotations, and never-before-published original proposal series treatment series outline, issue number one outline, and issue number one script. In the near future, the DC Universe is spinning out of control. The new generation of heroes have just lost their moral compass, becoming as reckless and violent as the villains they fight. <laughs> They're getting down and dirty. The previous regiment of heroes, the Justice League, returns under dire circumstances, which sets up a battle of the old guard against these uncompromising protectors in a conflict that will define what heroism truly is. Kingdom Come, selection for June. On to July, Dark Horse Comics Month. Yusaji Yojimbo Saga, second edition, volume one. Celebrate Stan Sakai's beloved rabbit Ronin. Yamoto Yusachi in his epic trek along the warrior's path in the first volume of the second edition Yusaji Yojimbo Saga collections featuring brand new original cover art by Sake a full color art section and over 600 pages of essential Yusaji Adventures Collects Yusaji Yojimbo Volume 2 Numbers 1 through 16 and Volume 3 Numbers 1 through 6 That's our selection for Dark Horse Comics Month Yusaji Yojimbo Saga 2nd Edition Volume 1 Jack King Kirby Month comes along in August. <laughs> and we got the God of Thunder over the epic collection to wake the Mangog. This is an epic, epic saga from the darkened depths rises. A pearl greater than any Thor has ever faced before. Mangog threatens to unsheath Odin's word and bring Ragnarok upon the Norse gods in this collection of Asgardian classics. Plus, a cosmic battle between Galactus and Ego the Living Planet. The return of 
him, the man who would come to be known as Adam Warlock, and the universe-shaking origin of Galactus. Thor's adventures get personal too, with a surprise and revelation regarding Donald Blake, the return of Jane Foster, and the dramatic dance between Balder and the Norn Queen Cardinella. Thor Epic Collection Awake the Mangal Collecting Thors, issues number 154 to 175. Written by Stan Lee, art by Jack Kirby, and a cover by Jack the King Kirby. And to complement our take on Thor and that epic character that Jack created, we have the Mighty Thor by Walt Simonson. Collecting Thor by Walt Simonson Volumes 1 and 2. Few people have ever left their mark on one character quite the way Walter Simonson has. Ooh, that's, that's for sure. His work on the Mighty Thor swept the Norse God of Thunder. Mm, the heights never before seen and rarely achieved in his wake, spanning epic tales of heroism, treachery, love, and war. Simonson's work is often considered the definitive Thor. We'll see about that, but it certainly is up there. From the majesty and mystery of fabled Asgard to the greatest streets of New York, Thor was never the same. That is the mark of a true visionary. This first volume and second volume begins a collection of Simonson's epic run, completely remastered from the original artwork and newly colored by Steve Olive. So please join us for Jack King Kirby Month in August, where we'll be delving deep into the God of Thunder Thor. Moving on to September and Monga Month for Attack on Titan. In this post-apocalyptic sci-fi story, humanity has been devastated by the bizarre giant humanoids known as the Titans. Little is known about where they came from or why they're bent on consuming mankind. Seemingly unintelligent, they have roamed the world for years, killing everyone they see. For the past century, that's left of man has hidden in a giant three-walled city. People believe their 100-meter-high walls will protect them from the Titans. But the sudden appearance of an immense Titan is about to change everything. Winner of the 2011 Kodanesha Manga Award and nominated for the prestigious Sama Tuzuka Cultural Prize of 2012, written by Hajime Isayama, and art also by Hajime Isayama. Attack on Titan, Volume 1, our selection for September and Manga Month on Kirby's Kids. On to October and Halloween Horror Month, this brings us Night Force. Night Force by Marv Wolfman. 
Ha! How appropriate. <laughs> the author's named Wolfman. Nothing says Halloween more than a howling wolf. <laughs> the complete series. The original 14 issue series, not force. Written by comics icon Marv Wolfman. Prices on Infinite Earth's new Teen Titans. And penciled by the equally legendary Gene Colan. Bite Man Howard the Duck, and of course, did one of my favorites. Dracula. It's collected here for the first time along with the characters and first appearances from New Teen Titans. In the oldest part of Washington, D.C., there sits a vast old mansion with a back door that opens to a small, ordinary garden. But not always. There are times when the garden simply isn't there. The door inside leads to 18th century Paris or feudal England or a 1930s carnival. Inside the house lives the reclusive, seemingly ageless aristocrat Baron Winters. He sits out of sight inside his mansion alongside his pet leopard, pulling the strings to bring together team of extraordinary individuals down on his luck tabloid journalist Jack Gold parapsychology researcher Donna McCain and Vanessa Van Helsing granddaughter of Dracula's greatest foe known as the Night Force this group fights evil wherever and whenever Baron Winters sends them and our writer, Marv Wolfman, is one of those original Kirby's kids who would come around and come by the house and ask Roz to come in and visit the man down in his basement while he was drawing on Long Island. Maybe was even given a sandwich now and then, too. So gotta love the Wolfman and that art by Gene Coleman, because they're bringing it to us here for Halloween Horror Month in October. On to November and Alan Moore Month. And we have a doozy from Hell Master Edition. Jack is back, and this time the blood is red. The award-winning bestseller from Hell, often ranked among the greatest graphic novels of all time. Go figure, it's an Alan Moore book. Takes on a haunting new dimension in From Hell Master Edition. Enhanced by impressionistic hues and revisions by Eddie Campbell himself, along with original annotations by Alan Moore. So join us for Alan Moore Month in November from Hell Master Edition. And finally, into the holiday season and the month of December, Walt Disney's Donald Duck Volume 21. Christmas in Duckburg. Oh, I know Ray will be all over this one. <laughs> when Donald Duck decides to let the boys pick their own Christmas present, they choose a Ferris wheel. Uncle Scrooge McDuck can play for a Ferris wheel, but he'll only do it if Donald goes to Canada to pick up a hundred-foot Christmas tree. 
for the town square. Oh, if only it were that easy. Then Donald becomes a firefighter and dreams of rescuing a damsel in distress and proving he is brave and noble in the love lone fireman. And when Uncle Scrooge notices an unidentified island in the South Pacific, the race is on for him to claim it for himself. Carl Barks delivers another superb collection of imaginative exuberance, rocking high adventure, and all-around cartooning brilliance. Join us for December. Carl Barks, both writing and illustrating Walt Disney's Donald Duck Vlog 21, Christmas in Duckburg. And then finally, the kudos Kirby selection for the entire year of 2022 is Sergeant Fury and his howling commandos. Collect Sergeant Fury issues number 1 through 19. From the heart of the Silver Age Stanley, Jack Kirby and Dick Ayers bring you the World War II adventures of Sergeant Nick Fury. These creative titans took the Marvel method and applied it to the combat genre, creating a war comic for people who hate war comics. Starring Fury, Dum Dum Duggan, and the rest of the Howling Commandos, the series was an instant hit and would even inspire filmmaker Quentin Tarantino's Inglourious Bastards. <laughs> In his inaugural Sergeant Fury epic collection, our heroes battle more Nazis than you can shake a bayonet at, team up with Captain America and Bucky, battle the nefarious Baron Strucker and Zemo, and set out to capture Adolf Hitler himself. Oh, bring it on! Bring it on! Sergeant Fury's epic collection in the Howling Commandos. That's our Kudos Kirby selection for the year of 2022. Well, kids, we hope you'll enjoy it. And it bring yourselves down the comics trail with us as we explore the Kirby Skids graphic novel reading list for 2022. Kirby's kids. Back to you, Angus. Thanks, Comics Cowboy Troy, for that dramatic reading of the 2022 Kirby's Kids graphic novel reading list. And kids, we hope you will join us down the comics reading trail in 2022. The full list can be found at kirbyskids.com. And on behalf of all of the kids, Ray, JJ, and Doc, this is Angus, and we wish you a happy, healthy, and safe holiday season. 